Five-star Joshi show here on the Fight Game Media Network. I am your host, as always, Scott Edwards. And with me once again is Peps. Peps, how are you on this fine, what is today, Wednesday? Wednesday morning. Oh, um, yeah. I am just just came home from school like an hour ago, and it's a bit cold. But I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing great. I mean, it is the... It is the calm before the finals of the five-star Grand Prix. It's been a nice, wonderfully long tournament. I'm going to be really sad when it's over. I know some people are starting to uh, get a little tired of it, but I don't know. I've loved every second of it. But uh, yeah, we have if, Tag League coming, so I guess <laughs> yeah. Um, if, if people know me, the, the best thing about dressing for me are round-robin tournaments. They can't get enough of it. So I'm happy we get the, the Tag League instantly after. Oh, it's the best. I, I do love that they have them go back to back. But as I always like to remind people, there is like this dry period for stardom that they mm-hmm. really do have during the summer. Now that they have so many pay-per-views, it's not as noticeable. But it's so funny that they do these tournaments back to back. It really is. Uh, but this time, this time, the hope is that, you know, Tam and Natsupoy or whoever is champions at the time could defend at Stardom Dream Queendom. So you have that big... Tournament winner versus title match, unlike last time, because you know, yeah, yeah because sure he was a little busy, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's kind of the excitement here. But we have a lot to go over, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk too long about all that. We, as I said, it's five star Grand Prix Finals weekend coming up here on Saturday. Uh, just a very very loaded, exciting show. But we have to set up how we got there in the first place. And instead of going through all of the block results from this past weekend, first, what we are going to do is get the Stardom and Showcase Volume 2 aspect of this past weekend out of the way. Because personally, I'm happier if we just do that. Because yeah. I think if, if, we, if we talk about the five-star Grand Prix and then just go, and then Stardom and Showcase happened. I don't think I could do it. I, it just doesn't make sense. Uh, so Stardom and Showcase Volume 2 was this past weekend. I'm not even going to talk about the tournament matches from it because okay. it, they literally made it into two different shows. It was so funny. The moment we are just talking about from DJ Pretty Dragon and on. That is what we're talking about. DJ Pretty Dragon once again on the beats. Uh Fantastic stuff, as always. Very, I enjoy the atmosphere. My only problem with this show, well, let me rephrase. My only problem with the setup of this show is that every part of it did feel like a house show more than mm-hmm. the previous. Um, but I do like how they became creative and the matches that they needed to. But uh, I do think something suffered, and we'll get to that. But DJ Pre-Dragon... Uh, there to save the day once again. The first match of the of the showcase aspect was Mayu Yutani versus Azumi versus Ram Kaicho versus Micah in a falls count anywhere. And I think most people can agree, one, that falls count anywhere and stardom work together very well. You know, we have yeah. two of them now to go off of. And two, this was probably 
Now, this is, of course, in my opinion, but this was the best match of the night in terms of the showcase. I don't think it's even close. Yeah. Excuse me. I don't think it's even close. And, my, and you know, it's funny because, you know, my favorite wrestler and your favorite wrestler both in this match. Thankfully, your favorite wrestler just looked like they're having the time of their lives with the balloons. Mine had to fall down a staircase. You know, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. But uh, absolute blast. How did you enjoy this one? Oh, yeah. Um, I I know that Mike can be like the, the most hilarious person out of nowhere where no one like expected. And she had like the time of her life there. Um, she, I mean, she had so many different creative spots alone herself and, and obviously artist too but like like the moment she the bell rang and she walked to the ladder and just spin in the ring with no one else i knew this is gonna be awesome and it was awesome um it wasn't wasn't like the best work match and they had like some sloppy sloppy moves in there but that was never like like really a problem for me um they did so many good stuff like you mm-hmm. said the mayu spot and as we once again try to to kill her niece again Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> that those like so anyone that I know some people don't like or don't fully invest themselves in Azmi, and I'll never fully get that. But she is so good, and like when she does things like that, I just like I just have to appreciate it because like that's terrifying. Like you said, for the knees, I'm just like ah, oh, please, 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 please work. Um, it usually does, but yeah, that was crazy. Um, I think everyone nailed their role, if that yeah. makes sense. Like, like even Ram, who I'm not a big fan of, I thought, oh. you know, her role in this match made it so exciting and so much fun. You know, with the um, powder or whatever. Uh, I yeah. think without yeah, her, Ram- these three probably have a better in terms of wrestling triple threat mm-hmm. but for falls count anywhere it almost needed ram to ma- to make it just that much more fun and the balloon stuff was like just premier comedy that was yeah that, was, that was most likely most likely one of the best ways to use ram because um, mm-hmm. i mean she, she's not the best wrestler she's always like the, the character and her charisma and whatever is just stands out in terms of like her wrestling is she's bad but but right. she's like like really good and not on on the level of the artist of course. So I thought they they used it really well here. Um, but like of course with with the powder, it it just just made stuff way better and just way more hilarious. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm glad they added Micah and Mayu to the match instead of doing the singles match between us and oh, yeah. Ram, because then Ram didn't need to work the whole match and you know we we also had Mayu and especially Micah shining here. Yeah, I mean, that's the funny part, right? I think the two that got added to the match shine the brightest, um, which is very funny. I mean, in different ways. I mean, Mayu shines in getting herself hurt. And Micah, like you said, had so much fun out there. And I think that's the side of Micah that a lot of people always ask for. But yes. she, I think she, at least for me, over the past six months or so, she has picked her spots perfectly. In terms of when she has to be serious, when she has to, you know, have a great time. And I think it's translating, hopefully, to more success on her part overall, which yeah. we're seeing in the five star, of course. But hopefully, after the five star, we don't just go back to, oh, it's just, you know, 
she's she's doing tag stuff with with, yeah with with Mika yeah like I think she's she's been ready but I don't think she could be ever more ready than she is right now I think she is at the top of her game she's figuring out all of her character for the most part I mean everyone can develop their character but I think she's she couldn't be more ready and that's why as we'll talk about when it comes to the five star if if she makes those finals i don't think anyone will second guess it because of uh what she's done oh one second i have hilarious alarms on because it's funny there's one anyways we'll continue i don't need to explain my (laughs) alarms even though that was matt hardy screaming i will delete you because it scares the crap out of me every morning i've never missed it that's the importance all right (laughs) speaking of scary cosmic rules number two here we go Tam Nakano and Natsupoi. Oh my god, I don't even care who won. Uh, Tam Nakano and Natsupoi, Saki Hikaru and Mina Shirakawa and Unagi. Uh, Mina Shirakawa and Unagi were disqualified because Unagi took all of their bikini tops. Um, if anyone remembers listening to the last time we talked about Cosmic Rules, which was me and Parker, we uh, heated all over it. I'm not going to do that today because we know what Cosmic Rules is now. Right, like I, yeah, I went into this. I know what to expect. It was exactly what I expected, though, though, they did make me laugh a few times. Yeah, yeah, that didn't um, happen the first time. So, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, that worked. I, I thought the same. I didn't think it was like a good match or anything. You no. can't expect that, and it wasn't like really a match. the the, the cosmic <laughs> rules as a gimmick is something not for me. I can understand if you like that. I mean, there's like a certain fan base, especially in Japan, that will really like that. Yeah. I mean, Sayakamatani <laughs> was having herself a time during this yeah. match on commentary. She liked it more than I think anyone, which was so fun. Um, but I don't know. They did a lot of comedy stuff in there that, that just made me laugh. Um, like there was like some, 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 some music when, when they just all ran behind Unagi. Mm hmm. But always when they like went into the spots where they like like lose their clothes, it, that was just enough for me, and I, I didn't like that at all, and not enjoyed it at all. I think we're gonna get some some winter edition of it in, in like November. I think is the next showcase show. Um, or forget. Or... They did announce it though. Yeah, they did announce it for like later this year. Hope, I'm hoping Cosmic Rules ends when summer ends. <laughs> yeah, that that's my hope. The realistic answer is they're gonna do that for another twenty times. Uh great. Wonderful. You know, the thing with these stardom showcase shows is that I will never go into them expecting something because a lot of it, and I think a lot of people do forget this, the ones that don't like it is that this is for the 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 roster to have fun yeah the tickets to sell of course that that's that's a constant but it's most important that the roster goes on here and has fun and they wrestle you know the vets of the joshi scene more so which (laughs) we'll get to in a second um instead of new blood where you're fighting the younger talent and i think that's great my hope is that as Stardom and Showcase develops, we do go to a more 
normal matches and stipulation matches a, a good balance right like i don't need every normal match in quotations to have a we're gonna kill rossi agawa behind it um sometimes i just am okay with a match uh but i think they're also learning along the way of how they want to book this um like falls count anywhere those have been hits right those have been absolute yeah, hits um, cosmic rules haven't been hits for me, but I'm sure they're not going away in terms of how much fun I'm sure those crowds have or whatever. Um, the best part of the Cosmic Rules match, by the way, was Saya Kamatani getting shot with a water gun and then acting like <laughs> as if she got shot by a bullet. Um, that made me laugh. But the more, the less I have to talk about Cosmic Rules, the better. So if you have any more <laughs> thoughts on it, go right ahead. Yeah, it's, it's kind of kind of funny. Um. Hikari Shimizu and Saki come out. Shimizu is like the happiest person alive because Saki oh, yeah. doesn't want to be there. And that, that's kind of like Saki's gimmick in those matches. I mean, the white shirt match of, of Wave, where they like just need mm-hmm. to, is, is pretty much the same when she was like the same mood there. Even even the white shirt match is like less sexual in some form. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah. it's just, just funny how, how different the vibes of Galaxy Punch are in those matches. Yeah, if everyone, if everyone wants to laugh, uh, this was Galaxy Punch's first tag team match in stardom. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, they've they've tagged together as uh, colors, but this was their first. And you know, yeah, and they're not going to be in a tag league together because uh, Shimizu is in Mexico. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Which sucks, but it's okay. I was hoping Galaxy Punch, but we got a, a different tag team instead, which we'll again talk about in a second. Mm. Uh, Julia and Rini Yamashita defeated Momo Watanabe and Ruaka. You know, I saw people not really like this one. I thought Ruaka did pretty well. I mean, I know that watching Ruaka in this match, like, well, I know who's getting pinned. I know who's getting pinned, which, yes, that is that is always annoying. But I thought she did pretty well holding her ground. Um, you didn't really get full-on Rini Yamashita in any version, right? You didn't get it full-on. Hardcore deathmatch Yamashita, which you didn't really expect, but you yeah. didn't even get the best version of like wrestling Yamashita, and I think that's kind of what you have to deal with with these hardcore matches. Um, it was not; it was cool to see her in a stardom ring, of course. Uh, I think that was my biggest takeaway. She also said she would be back, which is yeah. very important. She said she'd be back. I believe she wants a match with Julia down the line. I believe that's what she said, um, from what I tried to translate on Twitter, but. Either way, Rini Yamashita coming back is great. That is great news. Yeah, the that, match... that's most likely the biggest thing out of, of the out of the match. Um, <laughs> yeah, for the, sure. The, I mean, the match itself was like it wasn't it was, bad or it was anything. Fine. It, it was it was fine, good. Um, the yeah. thing is, I mean, last time you had a hardcore match with with Suzu and Risa Sabo's opponents of Julia and Sakurai, right. and nothing against Momo, and but but her her strengths are not in hardcore matches and. You know, and, and she kind of, I don't know, it just, just never get into the hardcore match stipulation like it did last time. The only mm-hmm. funny, really, really, really brutal spot was the, was the guitar of Ruaka that was gimmicked. Right. right. That was that. When, when she hit Julia, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, it didn't even, the, the, guitar, the guitar barely even moved. Like, there was a slight dent, but I was like, yeah, after the second time. <laughs> I was like, they watched they watched 
Jeff Jarrett one time and they thought, you know what? This will explode on impact. No, 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 no. That's not how this works. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it, was, it was terrifying, but you know, Julia was fine. Um, that, yeah, that was, that was the spot of it. I mean, Julia also had her tiles that she loves. Um, she planted uh, Ruaka's face into them one time after breaking them up. And I think Ruaka did start to bleed a little, so that didn't probably feel too good. Uh, but yeah, Julia and Rini Mashita, of course, won. There wasn't much shock there. Uh, Momo did have a great swing on Julia's yeah. head as well with oh, yeah. uh, the bat. And I said, you know what? It's time for Momo to get rid of the wrench and become Sting. That is what we need. I need, I need Momo to embrace her inner sting moving forward. And this is how she wins. Now she didn't win here, but she's not the reason they lost. And that's the most important part. Uh, Mom Watson up and Rock has a new sting and sting and Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> yeah. A lot of TNA influence to in this match. Uh, all right, let's get to it. The, the part that I didn't really want to get to, but who would have thought that cosmic rules happen on the show? And this is what I'm talking about. Incredible, incredible stuff. All right. Well, the main event was the Shinigami army against the Rossiagawa shield or whatever the hell they call them. Uh, Shuri, Utami Hayashida and lady C teamed up pretty cool. to See Shuri and Utami team up by the way yeah. against you. Nanai Takahashi and Yuna Manase, and I was just told by someone on Twitter that I said jokingly last week on this show, and I had no idea, that I said that Alpha Female would be one of the Shinigamis. I was wrong, but I still feel like I accidentally had some right. I was kind of right in some ways. <sighs> I'm sorry for that, everybody. I'm very sorry that I even, I even put that into the universe because I was almost right. Uh, the match itself could I couldn't even tell you what happened. I I no, I remember like the reveals so... happened, and I was like, oh, and I don't even mind the nigh, but you know, my ass, it does nothing for me. Um, yeah, the main um, I, I, hard about this. Sorry, I'll let you. I'll let you talk about the match for a second. Um, yeah, I I did a match was pretty much a whole bunch of nothing for me. Um, I I don't have anything against Yuna and Nane, and I understand why they are here, especially like like Yuna's, I've also a stardom trainee, and I mean, Nane is like the one of the stardom legends from the past, but I, I just expected someone else. Um, even my, my lows were really low. I, <laughs> I expected yeah, yeah. at least someone I would care about, and the angle at the end made it even worse. Yes, the angle at the end, for those who don't know by now, was the Neo Stardom Army reveal? Uh, it'll be Alpha Female, <laughs> you and the Nai Takahashi trying to bring passion back to Stardom. Yes, the same Nai that got her ass kicked by Shuri just a few months ago. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I think I think Yuna Manaz is also in here. I think they're like four yeah. now. I, I I did see a lot of people talk about how like, oh my god, is this what happened when Neo said no? Um, which <laughs> you didn't say no, but you know, that's funny to think about. Just like, oh, is this, are we, are we getting this? Cause Io Shirai couldn't show up. Uh, I don't think that's necessarily the case, no. but I, I, I do think there's a few ways to look at this. Um, you know, since, since we have went from whenever this happened Sunday to now 
thought about it a lot. I actually forgot about it at one point, but I have thought about it a lot. And what I'm happy about with it is that I do think you and Nanai is a fun tag team to add to Tag League. I actually don't mind that at all. I think yeah. Nanai, in her current form, is best in tag team, mm-hmm. right? You is also a great tag team wrestler. So yeah, I have no yeah, problem with that. Yeah. Um, the problem is alpha female. <laughs> and not just alpha female, but these three, they feel like it might be a major story. I don't think it'll be as major because I don't expect alpha female just to live in Japan moving forward. That's a, yeah. this is not going to happen. I think, I think, I think best case scenario is either just stardom showcase exclusive, which I don't really expect, or it's a short term story with Mayu Yutani, as they said, and then we wrap it up. I think those are the best scenarios I got. Um, just don't ruin the IWGP women's championship tournament, please. I will yeah, be very yeah, angry. Yeah. Uh, that that's the that's the problem. They um Alpha Female instantly called out um instantly called out Mayu, which okay, Ma- Mayu is likely in the tournament. And oh Alpha Female is in the tournament. I don't think it's the final. I still think they go with Kyrie versus whoever they they want to, to put in the final with Kyrie. But I think there's a big chance that Alpha Female is a challenger for for possibly if Mayu wins the belt for Mayu down the line, Mm -hmm. which is okay. Um, It's fine. I I just hope it's not the Wrestle Kingdom one. (laughs) No, that'd be bad. That would be bad. That would be really (sighs) bad because then then they need to stick it up there. Um, The the part that I think we, we have to remember is like New Japan does have say in this. So I hope... They're not the ones asking for alpha female. Like, here's here are the pluses of alpha female. I think there are some, right? Because as as stardom fans, right, you're kind of like, okay, well, they've done so well without any gaijin coming in, right? And eventually, they will have some in more than just one. And I'm not counting yeah. Ava White. She's literally not leaving England. She's wrestling the one match, and then that's it. If you're going to bring someone in, <laughs> it's better to bring in someone that at least has stardom history than not, unless it's just someone like really good, right? If you're bringing like yeah. Masha Slamovich, and I'm not going to fight that. Uh, but if you're going to bring someone in that is like, eh, whatever, at least it's a former world of stardom champion. Like that is the one, that is the main plus I have here is like, okay. At least I know she can be successful. That being said, I'm not like jumping for joy for her matches. I'm just trying to create something good out of all this because I know a lot of people were down on it. I don't think this is going to ruin stardom. No. I don't think it's going to affect stardom that much. As I said, I already forgot about it this this week. It's going to pop up here and there, and it's fine. It's what it, it is what it is. Yes, do I wish we just could go on without it? Absolutely. Yeah, but it, yeah, it's here. It's here, um, and we got to deal with it. Yeah, I, I want to add two things. Um, first of all, um, with with you, because because some people ask why is she not team with Hashimoto in the tag league? Pretty simple. If Sendai Girls doesn't want to work with Stardom, then we're not gonna get the Hashimoto in Stardom. Hashimoto probably doesn't want to lose either. Yeah, and yeah, obviously they're <laughs> Sendai tag team champions, so they they can't really lose uh, a tag team champions and singles champion, so they can't really lose. 
And the, the second thing is, yeah, the, the story is the, the story just is, is really bad. Um, we had the angle with Nane coming back and the, the passion like three to- like two times already. Yeah. And now it's the third time, and she lost like a red belt item match to the new generation, like what one month mm. ago. Um, and I also think that, like, like since since people said like Eo was gonna involved in there, I don't think that Eo was gonna be involved in there, even if it would make sense. I think that Yoshiko was involved in there if she wasn't injured. I agree. I definitely agree. Um, I think. Uh, it, it it's sad because like Yoshiko's had a tough two years now, pretty much in terms of health. Um, it would have been cool to see her back because you know I really really enjoyed her match with Mayu last year, um, which was pretty much her last match before she went away all this time. I know she came back for a little uh, like a couple shows, but she's yeah, really been gone. To- since to- then. To- totally different, a uh, different Yoshiko. Um, I mean, oh yeah. They're like they're like a, f- a few who haven't seen her since. I mean, she she lost like more than half of her weight. And I thought she that... lost a lot of weight for that Mayu match. So like it's yeah. she lost even more. Um, yeah, she didn't even look totally like a different person. Um, uh, yeah, I I'm agreeing with you. I think Yoshiko is definitely a shoe in for this. And you know, if she's able to come back, I wouldn't be shocked if they add her. But again, I don't know how long the story's going. I don't think it's going to go. I don't think it's going to go too, too long. Yes, it would have been great to have three Worlds of Stardom champions walking back in. I don't care. Uh, My my preference, right, is if you're trying to make a team here to fight them off and, you know, shoo them away. I mean, Mayu and Kairi makes the most sense, and then you add a third person. uh, Yeah, that's that, it's that it's all about what they have planned, like like what they have planned for Queenum with with Kyrie, but um, right. well, Kyrie, Mayu, yeah. and like like two more. Yeah, de- I mean, selfishly, the... I hope there's something else set for Ky- uh, for Kyrie, and it's against Sayakamatani. But alas, I don't know if I'll ever get the match now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, at least for now. Um, I I guess they're just gonna run with whatever they have planned for Queenum, um, because. Yeah. Since Kyrie is in the tournament, I think that kind of confirms, at least if it wasn't like last minute, um, that at least confirms to me that she wasn't winning the white belt, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which surprises me in some form. But but Big also that. I think they just would have gone with the with the thirty minute time draw, I guess. Maybe. Um, yeah. So I guess Kyrie's likely winning the IWGP Women's Belt if it's not Mayu, one of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't get a better representative, especially those two. And I just no. hope they they keep the the Neo Stardom army away from from Mayu uh, from 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 the belt. And if I, that means Mayu isn't holding the belt, I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I always thought Mayu should be the first champion, but now that Kyrie's in the picture, I'm perfectly fine if it's either one. Um, and it makes sense on the New Japan side as well. Uh, to have one of those two. And I think, you know, for a first-time champion, that matters. Those two just can't, I couldn't think of anyone better, right? It's, it's yeah, two-thirds of freedom. representing stardom outside of Japan. Yes, exactly. And and if you really want to focus on that most, then Kyrie makes more sense than anyone. It's not even close. Yeah. Um, especially, all right. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah, especially if you, uh, what what will happen down the line is if they, uh, like, forbidden door or something, if they want their defenses yeah. there. 
I don't think there's anyone better than the carry for those matches. No, no, there is not. All right. All right. So now we're going to get into the five-star Grand Prix. We got through Stardom Showcase. You know, it is what it is. We move on. What is to remain excited about has been just this phenomenal tournament up and down the card. You know, it's it's been, I've been calling it the best tournament of the year in wrestling. People can fight that all they want. I don't really care. It continues and continues and continues to deliver this weekend. No different. Now, we didn't get to see a full show, so I can't tell you if that delivered or not. But based on the card, I'm pretty confident it did. Let's talk about the Friday show, the live Cork and Hall show, which is now up on Stardom World for anyone that didn't get to check it out. Uh, we had, I believe, 10 matches. Yes, 10 matches. Um, just incredibly fast-paced card in terms of getting through the matches and you know points being tossed around like crazy. And they've really set up this final weekend to be, I think, as exciting as it needs to be. Um, so to go through the opening night here, um, if you have any thoughts about the opening few matches, feel free to just cut me off or something. Uh, but starting with Hanan versus Suzuki, I thought this was a very, very solid opener. Um, and it really, it really did remind me of how, how much Hanan grew through this tournament. And I, I've said that a number of times. But, you know, this was her final weekend. She was She's not wrestling on the final. She got three matches. She started off with Suzu Suzuki. And, and while this match wasn't the cleanest match or anything, and I think that's kind of my takeaway from a lot of these big Hanan matches, it has the energy you want to see, has the fire you want to see, and it was entertaining, right? It yeah. It gave you a few near falls where you're like, oh, my God, is she going to beat Suzu? Like, because you knew a Hanan win was coming in this final weekend. You just assumed it was Saeeda. Um, yeah. <laughs> and she actually got two of them, which is even better. But I thought Suzu looked great once again. I mean, I've been singing Suzu's praises all the way through as well. So a good opener. Suzu wins, gets two points, and continues what has been a hell of a couple weeks for her now. She says she's won at this point, it was four straight, but by the end of the weekend, she uh, put herself in contention. Yeah, um, nothing really to add here. The, the match was was just just constantly fine. Um, yeah, Hanan is is really um like she's not while well, she's not having the best tournament in terms of um in terms of results. She she's like constantly shining in those matches, e- mm-hmm. even if, if it's just in those opening matches. Yeah. But it yeah. just, just proves once again that she's sooner than later ready for the for the bigger push. Yeah, I think it's a lot sooner than some people may have imagined. Um, I can imagine it being within, if they wanted to, I'm not saying they will, but within a year, I could see them at least start to move her up to where she can have bigger matches, um, not necessarily win anything, but yeah. uh, good to see. The next match was Natsupoi versus Saida. Um, you know, it was fine. It had its moments. It was short. It was really short. Like I don't, I don't know how much time they got, but it was quick. Uh, Natsupoi, yeah. See, Natsupoi got the twelve points. Uh, those two were actually really entertaining together. You know, they used to do like the 
the chop thing. I think the last time they had a singles match where Natsupoy like got terrified. Um, so yeah, it was, again, it, we're, we're, we're all working towards the main events here. Right. So <laughs> it was fine. Yeah. Moving on. Momokogo and, Sa- and Saki got, it, I, I forgot this match happened. Uh, it was fine. Saki got to 10. I haven't, been like the super fan of Saki's tournament. I think she's been fine. She had a few good matches, few one real stinker, um, which unfortunately was the Saki versus Saki match. Uh, but it, she's had a steady tournament. Um, um, she got the ten points, so good for her. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I just felt like that was just a match for Saki to a, a bit do a tryout with a former with a former locker room partner of, of actress girls. Mm. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Saki helped training Momokogo in the beginning of her career. So so they kind of knew each other. You you can see that, but but nothing like really good. Um Saki's Saki's way better as a tag team wrestler and and yeah. I don't know, it's just just a bit disappointing with her run considering like even I mean I know that the blog isn't the best and like all of them have like not not the best five star runs compared to the blue block, but right. but but Risa Sarah showed that you even has can as a how outside have an ent- entertaining run with, with yeah. good matches. Yeah, I think people doubted Risa Sarah way too much coming into this tournament, and I think she uh, respectfully shut everyone up. But that's okay. We'll get to her in a few seconds. Uh, we had Azumi versus Koguma, the biggest letdown of the night. Uh, as goes with the biggest letdown of the tournament, which has been Koguma. Koguma's gotten to, is it 12 points? Yeah, that's... Yeah, she's yeah, gotten to 12 points, yeah. which is, you know, great um, for her. She's she's still strong, right? She just... She just I mean, hasn't yeah. had good matches, and it's a shame. Because her and Azumi, I've seen them have great matches. They just yeah, but but for, for me, that felt like they're building up the, the high-speed title match where most likely Azumi will lose the belt. Um, I mean, we, we know that Momoka is next in Osaka. So after that, maybe Koguma's time. If not, Queen them. Because I think there's like... Kaguma, like Kaguma, isn't a white or red belt champion. Um, that should be obvious. Maybe a maybe a white belt challenger down the line, but for uh, she's like perfect for those eight minute high speed matches if she's right. motivated enough to do them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which um, mm. may, may, maybe the, the, the yeah maybe the high speed belt like like will give her the motivation back that she needs to to deliver again because she's so. really good if she wants to be. Yeah, that, that's that's, that's the biggest part. problem, right? Yeah, if, if she like, would, if she wouldn't be good, then then it would be okay. She's just not good, but she is right. good, and she showed it. Right, she's having like the tournament you expect out of like Fukigen Death. Yeah, right, much. that's what she's doing. Um, Fukigen Death finished with a lot of points last year too. Anyways, uh, Saki Kashima and Risa Sarah, I thought had a very, <laughs> it was very entertaining. Um, Saki has been. Just the best spoiler you can ask for once again in these tournaments. Um, she was able to take down Risa Sarah with the revival. I think she's beaten like almost the entire top, yeah, <laughs> all, almost all of the top contenders. Um, 
Yeah, out of Risa Sarah, Utami Hashida, Hameka, Shuri, Tan Mikado, Micah, and Azumi, like she's beaten <laughs> all five of them. Five of them, I think. Um, her wins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are... She's facing Az- She's facing Azumi. Um, she's facing Azumi on 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 Saturday, she, and she she's... beat Utami, Risa Sarah, um, um, Tan, um, Shuri, and Micah. Oh my god. Five out of seven, and she's facing the last one, and she's likely beating Azumi as well. Incredible work by Saki Kashima. Uh, I thought Risa Sarah had a, was a lot of fun in this as well, and I think I think that's been like my biggest takeaway. One, I don't want Risa Sarah to ever fully leave stardom. I think she fits in very well. I think she adds a lot. Hopeful, hopeful for that Risa Sarah Suzu Suzuki tag league run, uh, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, I think I think even even in a match that was nothing in terms of like match quality, it was still very entertaining because she pretty much ragdolled Saki. Oh, the, 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 the giant swing was like the best she uh, did yeah. in this tournament, and she yeah. did so which, which is saying something because oh my yeah. god, she's she's been on point with those swings. All right, let's get to now. The rest of this card, I think, is just <laughs> worked. It was fantastic. Uh, starting with Mirai versus Starlight Kid. Starlight Kid picking up the win. Uh, if you haven't been on the Mirai train, if you've been hesitant, if you've been waiting, if you've been questioning her work. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that this tournament has convinced you otherwise. I think she's had a fantastic tournament in terms of finding who she is more so as a wrestler overall, right? Because yeah. they've had her work as the as the lead, as the the babyface who fights back, as a tag team wrestler with Ami Saray that has been very hit or miss. And I think her best version is when she's fighting back. She has that fiery baby face come back because her moves fit that perfectly. I mean, when she's layering someone's head off, it's like awesome. It's amazing. It's fantastic. Um, and Starlight Kid was the best. I think one of the best people she's worked off of for that kind of match. I thought this match was great. The only thing that hurts this match is the four matches that came after it because they were also all great, if not better. (laughs) Um, But excellent stuff here. Starlight Kid gets a big win. Uh, How did you like the match? And were you happy to see Starlight Kid get the win rather than Mariah? Because it does come down to seeding at the end of the day here. Um, Yeah, um, I I think that that was a really good match. Um, Like all the praise to Mariah, I mean, she, she's really good in this tournament and it shows she, she just needed the, the right direction with with her in-ring style. That she, She's way better on the bottom and like getting beaten up than beating up someone. And they right. finally realized that and pulled the trigger on it full-time um, in every match. And it just shows that she's like really, really good. It's like she, it's, it's like one of her best singles matches likely in stardom. Mm. And she's the... the for for someone like Mirai, even she's like more experienced than others. Um, she just needs every singles match possible because I mean, obviously in TGPW she didn't get like the big singles matches, right. besides the one New Yamashita one where she got her hat kicked off and left. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> um, UWF match, um, right? <laughs> yeah, the UWF match. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so I think the the tournament is doing her really well. Same for Amisori, but. Uh, for for Starlight Kid, um, 
she started really, really like like not bad, but but worse than you would expect in the tournament, and then totally turned it around and just like like had like a five match winning streak after that match or like four match winning streak with mm. with five matches then with the side the win of the other day. Um, that match would have been like the match of the night or like nearly every match, and it was like the fifth batch, best match of on the show. <laughs> yeah. Which is, again, very unfair to them because I thought they did a great job for their first time singles match. And I look forward to more because, you know, they're they're destined for a Wonder or World yeah, title match 100%. down the line. Yeah, it's definitely something. Yep. Uh, so it should be exciting. All right, the next match was Mina Shirakawa defeating the Wonder of Stardom champion Saya Kamatani in what I'm easily easily willing to call the best singles match of Mina's career. Um, I, I will always say I am not as high necessarily on Mina Shirakawa as other people, but, but I think when one, when she's in the five star, she's just a lot better. Uh, I think that goes without saying she just shows up more, um, is more consistent, but this was a match where you kind of, you almost felt you, you found yourself cheering for her because oh, yeah. of her performance and who she's wrestling, right? She's wrestling the champion yep. and her ability to show that emotion and get the victory. And the crowd, you know, was so happy to see it, as was I. Because, like I said, she put in the performance of her career, I think, in terms of singles matches, at least. You know, the Cosmic Angels trios had a few really solid uh, matches in their defenses and whatnot. But this was, it was just one of those moments where you're like, all right, finally, like this is the Mina match I was waiting for. I, I always thought, I always preferred Unagi. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think Unagi has had matches to this level before, but this was the one, right? And and the best part is she won it. She won oh, yeah. the match. That just made it that much better. You know, she plants Saya Kamatani pins her one, two, three, probably gets a title match from it. Let's just pray for no joker, Mina. And <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll be all set. But I thought it was a great, great match, greatly executed, and the best singles match of Mina's career. Um, yeah, um, her five star is, is really, really good. Um, I mean, if, if we just just alone, the match versus Starlight the match versus Mirai, the match at the beginning versus Momo, uh, the Hazuki one, all of those were like, like, the best singles match of her career, and she even topped <laughs> it once again. Um, yeah. she, she kind of kind of changed her style a bit up in the tournament. Um, from like like she she started to do more limp work and and pull out right. KT Mutum moves and poses, which was kind of funny <laughs> considering she's a, a Liger girl. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, um, that one was definitely deserved. She put a lot of work in her in her wrestling, and it. Totally, like it. Totally, she totally improved over the year. Um, I hope she gets one of t- a Sodom title shot. I mean, with the with the post match, it kind of looked like she was kind of aiming for it. Um, she's a perfect transitional transitional challenger for for um, for Sai Kamitani before we get the big guns for Queen M. If it's if it's um, if it's Hazuki or Starlight Kid, it's another thing. <laughs> But but one of them is definitely challenging for Saya. Um, Saya kind of had had a rough weekend, result yeah. wise, obviously, um, or like r- rough last week, uh, with with the draw against 
with the draw against Mirai last week and then two losses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think when when you're looking at Mina, right? When you're looking at Mina in this scenario and what's what it means to get such a big win, it means sure. I know she I know she beat Tam last year to get the match that she did, but that was nowhere close to this, right? It was it wasn't to the effect or the just feeling that this one had. And I do think that it helps that this was also live, right? Because this being live just made it better. It made it better. It made it more meaningful. And I just thought, I just thought it was excellent. Uh, actually, well, excellent. Well done match. Um, I applaud. I applaud both sides here because I think I think Saya has done so well at raising the bar and raising up her opponents that I want to give her just as just as much credit, but I do want to give Mina all the credit too because she stepped up and that's what yeah. matters most. One hundred percent. Um, I mean, we, we know from from Saya at this point that she can wrestle. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, on that yeah. level especially. Right. What a, what a year it's been for her. But let's move on to the final three matches of the night. Uh, we had, for the first time, if we don't count Cinderella, uh, Julia versus Momo Watanabe, a match that was number one on my most anticipated matches of the tournament after you know we lost out on it last year on the final night, which is kind of crazy. If you think back, that, that show that was already amazing could have been even oh. better. Um, this saw Momo Watanabe beat Julia. I think that did shock some people. Um, but this this match gave me a gave me a taste of what a title match between these two can be and will be. Because I firmly oh. believe now that Momo has beaten Julia, she has a title match coming to her the moment Julia wins that belt. Yeah, <laughs> um, which is great. Because I think it can be even better. They gave us a taste, right? They they showcased the seriousness at the beginning of them just kind of wanting to swing at each other, you know, because their characters have both become somewhat, yes, they're both very violent, very physical, but they can have a little bit of fun. So they're wrestling with the mats. They wrestle a little bit on the outside. You know, you get some of the widow tie stuff, by the way. The Starlight Kid uh, basketball jersey, truly, truly iconic. Um Moving ahead, when they get back into the ring, that's really when everything kicked into gear. It was all violence all the time. You saw you saw the best of Momo come out, which I think I think Momo in this character, she's shown flashes of the best version of herself. And mm-hmm. her match here and her match the next day, I hope. Now I haven't seen it yet, but I'm I'm confident in what those two do. Um I'm sure they delivered. So this was this was excellent. It was what I hoped to see out of these two, and I, and now I just want more of these two wrestling because, as we've seen, they have great chemistry. They have the, uh, they have the feud in a way without being a full on feud to make a world title match one of the best matches possible. Um, Great stuff, and I'm happy Momo won because it does create yeah. the possibility of a title match. 
yeah um last year was like the the match i mean i guess that that moment would have won the match last year as well <coughs> even if julia got injured in the end so we were robbed from that match especially since it was um qq momo that wrestled clean and we didn't have like a lot of shenanigans at the beginning like here um yeah if if julia is winning the red belt which she should i'm which she should. If if it's not her, it's gonna be Tam. And you know, I think that, that Tams can get a red belt title reign, but but not now. And if if we get if we get the the Julia title reign, then the Momo defense one of the first one we will get. I hope they don't bring back the contract or like the the you know. Oh jeez, please no. Since, since New, New Japan, Japan got rid of it, it they can yeah. get rid of it. Yeah, yeah. Like that would be. That um, I I I much rather any loss that Julia had. You know they can have matches for it. They don't have to have the contract on the line. Kind of like uh, Okada is doing with yep. Jonah. Um, yep. That's fine, but definitely not for the contract. And I would rather it be a title match, anyways. So I rather they just wait on it. Which with tag league, I think is very possible. I think they could. Oh I yeah, definitely easily um, wait on it. Um, yeah, the, the match itself it was really violent from like the first moment on. Even they they started like like with those um, turnbuckle pads, kind of yeah. Toru Yano style. Yeah, just mm. a lot better. Sorry, Yano. Sorry, <laughs> and a bit slower. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely slower. I mean, um, it, yeah, continue. Um, Momo winning. I mean, on paper, it's it's a bigger surprise than it actually was considering um she's now just playing spoiler for the last three matches to get herself yeah. on a six six record with twelve points. Mm-hmm. Um and now yeah of, of course to give Julia another loss to make the block closer. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the block is the, the block is really close. We have like we, we come to that later. <laughs> it's very close. Um, yeah but um Momo, Momo did, did like like I think that that he'll I still think that heel Momo is the best overall she has been in, in years likely. Mm-hmm. I agree. Even the the wrestling isn't as good as her QQ times yet because she kind of like needs to figure that the heel stuff a bit more and use it a bit better. But yeah, yeah. Um, moving. Moving right along here, and I think it's also worth uh, mentioning that Momo won with the triple Peach Sunrise. Yeah, triple um, Peach Sunrise and then Peach Thunder. Which I was think. great. No, she no. did not hit the Peach Thunder. No. I, I was wondering if she would um, because I know... Yeah, she did it on she, the next thing, yeah. Yeah, she pulls it out very uh, very rarely, um, but it's nice to see the Peach Thunder still win, even if she had to hit three of them. Uh, moving on, moving on here. Uh, we had the match again that we kind of have been waiting for a year. Uh, we had Mayu Iwatani versus Suzuki. And shockingly, they had a great match. Not shocking <laughs> at all. That's just kind of, it's in their blood. Um, they, yeah. they, I loved this match. And I kind of forget how much I loved it. And the reason I do is one, it's been so long already, right? We've already had another stardom show. We're waiting to watch another one. But my main point is that the ending was just perfection, right? Where she she looks at Hazuki, she hits her with the super kick, 
gets up, hits the moonsault. Um, I joked and it says it's the better version of the Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair, I'm sorry, I love you um, <laughs> thing. I, I thought that um, I was like, and, you know, it sucks for Shawn Michaels because Mayu hits a better super kick than him too, but, you know, is what it is. Um, but I thought this was great. They they went back and forth. They followed the Hazuki pacing of this tournament oh, yeah. where – and I think that's what Mayu has done really well is she has followed everyone else's pace and wrote and usually raises it to the level uh, or the best possible level. Now, some matches have been a little bit of a miss, like the Saya one. We know they could have had a better match, but yeah, it's a, it's okay. It's okay. You're allowed to have one a miss once <laughs> in a while when you're Mayu Utani. Uh, but I thought this was excellent and I'm sure it won't be the last time we see these two wrestle, but oh. uh, I, I just I like the match previously. I wanted more. Like that—that's the one thing with these. I think the 15-minute tournament has been really good. It's been really fun, but there are some matches where I just wanted to keep going and going and going and going. And this was another one where I was like, ah, I just wanted five more minutes because it was mm-hmm. so good. But it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Keeps everything fresh. Yeah, one hundred percent. Hazuki has been really good in this tournament. Even her last results were like, you know, she, she lost her last four now, mm-hmm. going into the final day. Um, but her matches, like, like from the very beginning, are really, really good. One, one is better than the other. Um, yeah. Likely the Mayu one was likely her best with the Saya Kamitani one. Uh, for me, yeah. Uh, they, they, the, the pace they had is, is just incredible. Um, like, like you said, Mayu, this is that that makes Mayu so good. She can't keep up with every pace, and you know, sure. like, like if if a wrestler wrestles a slow pace, she can't wrestle a slow pace. If a wrestler wrestles the pace of Hazuki, she can keep up with it and makes it make a match even better. And that just makes Mayu such a special performer to watch. And I really want another big, big reign of her. If it's uh, if it's the IWGP title reign or whatever, it doesn't matter. I just want another match, especially <sighs> if we hear the especially if we hear the big match theme again. <laughs> yeah, you're saying, you're just you know you're just talking about the only thing I ever dream of when it comes to Mayu. You know, my favorite my favorite wrestler of all time. I just want one more reign before, and I also want her to never wrap it up. But you know, we'll yeah. see. Um, she's she's still at the top of her game, if not even better. Just give her one more range; she'll show that. Uh, the main event, the main event was a uh, rematch from earlier this year, the World of Stardom title match, but it was also a rematch from last year's five star match that I think came in my top five of tournament matches last year. Oh yeah, and there's a very good chance this one will too. Uh, Shuri versus Tam Nakano. These two just get it. These two work against one another so well and it's one of my favorite tam opponents because tam nakano with the mindset or the story of i need to win it's it's so simple compared to a lot of her stories and i like her storytelling i'm not one of the people that don't don't like it don't get me wrong but when she is just telling the story of i need this win it's almost hard for her to match at any other time unless she has someone in there that's willing to tell the story further with her in terms of whatever it may be 
this was excellent. This was one of the best matches of the tournament. It's, I think, it, it's right there with the Utami match from my best Shuri match of the tournament. Yeah. Um, I don't know off the top of my head if it's the best. It probably is the best. It's definitely the best TAM match of the tournament. Um, yeah. Just a perfect main event. And, you know, Shuri getting that win was needed because oh. Tam, Tam was like, what is she, 7 and 2 coming into the weekend? Yes, yeah, 7 and 2. Yep. Yeah. So, like, these, these losses had to happen if you wanted the last night to be interesting in the Red Stars block. Um, <clears throat> excellent stuff here, though. Excellent stuff here. These two could wrestle for 30 minutes and I wouldn't complain. You know, they could wrestle as long as they want. I love watching these two. They get it. They're just. They, they they really embody a lot of why stardom is great, and it's that you just put them in there. Maybe you don't have a story, maybe you do, but they can make one in the match. And that is, I think, again, why stardom's roster has such an advantage because you can just plug and play most of their like top 20, and it's going to work. Uh, but this was truly, truly excellent, and I... And it it made people that don't like Tam believe, like uh, Ash, um, who, yeah. who doesn't like Tam. He, he walked away saying it was the best match of the tournament. So uh, great job by both of them in the end. Yeah, um, li- like you said, it told a pretty simple story. Um, Tam Nakano had like was on fire like the whole match, tried to desperately beat Shuri to get another red belt title shot, and also like advance to the final. I think if she won, like er- nearly everyone would have eliminated. Um, so, and, and while Shiri, like, fight for her life to not get eliminated in this match, and just, just non-stop action for, like, 50 minutes, and it was just awesome. Maybe, maybe that was, like, the first time in this tournament where I thought, okay, that's the Shiri from, from the 2021 fights that run. I want, I miss. And, man, that, like, after this match, I sat there and was like, okay, that was the first time it was like, okay, maybe Julia isn't winning the five star. <laughs> mm. Maybe Tam is actually wanting win, uh, walking out with the with the with the crown and getting the third or like the second red belt title shot against against Shuri, and also the third match against Shuri this year. Um, they they had an incredible match last year in the five star. Um, I I think that um went like a bit was like a bit shorter in this one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Twelve minutes, and that was also one of the best matches of the tournament, mm-hmm. and he topped it once again by 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 so so much. Yeah. Um, I mean, they to me have just two one of the best tournaments of the uh, matches of the tournament, and then one of the best uh, title matches, uh, one yeah. of the stardom title matches this year. So again, a pairing you can't go back to enough. Um, just fantastic stuff. So that was the Cork and Hall show. I think it uh, it might go down as my favorite show of the entire tournament until the finals, of course. I, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> the, the finals always is a different beast because you have the final added on to already an amazing card. This past Saturday, we had a show that no one got to see um, because <laughs> it's still not uploaded, but it's okay. It's okay. It is what it is. Um, just please have it uploaded before Saturday. That's all I ask at this point. I'm already recording up the podcast, so I don't care about timing. Just get it up so I can watch it. Uh, but this show had my favorite pairing in stardom. It had also a big time 
main event. It had a title match. I don't know oh. if many people remember that. It also had Sias, Kamatani, and Julia. So let's go through the results here. Uh, Suzuki defeated Ami Saray to get herself to 12. Like I said, this was the Suzu Suzuki weekend uh, as she crawled herself back into contention. Uh, she beat Ami Saray. Can't tell you if it was good or bad, but good to see. That was the match that needed to happen that way. Um, Hanan defeated Mina Shirakawa to get her first two points. So the day after Mina Shirakawa is the best match of her career, has one of the biggest wins of her career, she loses to Hanan, who didn't have a win. <laughs> that right there is class. That right there is class. I was so happy to see Hanan get a win, though. That That uh, is typical stardom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it it was the moment I saw that Hanan won, I was both excited and just laughed because, like, that's just that's uh, perfect. <laughs> um, Starlight Kid defeated Saida to get to 14 points, very important as she would go into the next day against Suzuki with a chance to uh win the blue st- well, not win the blue stars block, but get to a point where she can win. But she had to beat Suzu to have a shot. Um, Micah. And Momo Kogo went one on one, and Momo Kogo pulled out the win because if she didn't, Micah was walking away with the tournament. Uh, that's <laughs> that's mostly the reason. Um, I'm interested to see how that match went because I think Momo Kogo's had a good underdog story in this tournament. I think she's yeah, had um, good showings. Um, her match with Tam, for example, I really enjoyed, and I'm sure her and Micah worked really well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, make a, I, I, it's okay if you don't have anything to say about that. Yeah, um, I, I expected Mikey to lose one of her ma- or one of her last two matches because, like you said, otherwise she would have like eliminated nearly everyone if, in the block and make no sense. I, I expected her to lose to to um, my Sakurai <laughs> since my Sakurai also beat Mecca, but but I'm happy with Momokogo. Momokogo deserves every win she gets because there aren't many left. Actually, no. Yeah. Right, right. Um, Hameka defeated Unagi Sayaka. Unagi still can't win, um, but Hameka enters the final night in contention, so that's important. Um, I, yeah. This, what, a six way tie with 14? I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I and Risa Sarah at 13. At 13, which she has a. I don't know if she really has a shot, but. It depends on scenarios, no, of course. Wait. No, she might. I, I don't think. She probably shouldn't. <laughs> because, like, she, a lot I of these people... Can't win it. I think she can't win it on her own. Because if Mecha Mika draws, right. and they are both a 15, and then and she beats Mecha Shuri. has tiebreaker, so she can't win it on her own, at least. Okay, interesting. <laughs> Um, and then we had Mayu Iwatani and Momo Watanabe. This, by the way, was my is my favorite matchup in stardom. Of course, they're two of my favorite wrestlers, so selfishly that happens. But they had what I thought was my favorite match of the tournament before the final last year. Nope. It's killing me inside that I haven't got to watch it yet. Truly, truly killing me inside that it, we get this we get this once a year at, at most. So anytime we get it. I get very amped, and Momo got another win. She played spoiler to Mayu Yutani and officially eliminated Mayu Yutani from the tournament. So big deal there, I think. Yeah, she did. There's only three people in contention that final night. Um, so that was big time. 
Julia defeated the Wonder of Stardom champion Saya Kamatani to get herself to 15. So going into the final night, Julia will have the most points. And it's pretty simple. If she wins, she's in. That is what she needs to do. Um, and then in the main event, uh, Utami Hayashida defeated Tam Nakano to get herself to 14 points. And again, keep herself in contention on the final night. Oh, we, we need to mention here that we got the Natsusumire Saki Kashima 2.0 here with, with Utami singing Tam's Chief song. Oh, yes, yes. That is the one thing we did get to see from the show because they posted <laughs> a clip of it. Um, Utami sang the Tam Nakano theme song. Um, if anyone remembers the legendary video of her dancing and, you know, lip uh, syncing in the back to Tam's theme song, we actually got it live and in person right before the match started. Uh, I can't wait to watch the video. That might be the most important thing from this entire show that we need to see, you know, mm-hmm. in stardom shot. Uh, but it was very funny, and Tam was not impressed by the end. She was a little annoyed, uh, which I'm sure only makes their match that much better because these two, much like Shuri and Tam Nakano, work fantastically together. Uh, they they had a great, great great tournament match last year that no one remembers oh. because it came in the middle of um Shuri versus Takumi Rojas 20 minute draw and then of course the Shuri finals between yeah. Shuri and Momo so uh that match was really really great last year it's just no one remembers it which is so funny and they actually had I think the best or one of the better opening round Cinderella matches this year oh yeah um, so it'll be exciting to see them uh, wrestle here, but those are your results for that. And then we have one more batch of results. This, of course, was from the Stardom Showcase Volume Two show. As Hanan beat Saida to get four points, so not only did Hanan get one win, she got two. Very nice to see there. Um, of course, yeah. Saida was still the biggest winner of the night because she came out and won the muscle contest, which we all know meant more to her. And like, yeah. <laughs> And then uh, the the big match, the final big match before the final, uh, Suzu Suzuki defeated Starlight Kid, officially winning six in a row, bringing herself to 14 points and very much in contention on the final night of the tournament. If this, I don't think this will surprise anyone, but this match was great. They have even better in them down the line. I, cause I know they're going to wrestle again down the line. That's a guarantee. Um, I think the the beauty of these two are that they're both kind of oh, kind of they're both very smug, they're both very cocky. <laughs> so watching them wrestle each other was so entertaining. Um, and as the match got going, it it just got better and better and better. And it reminded you that these two, despite being you know. 20 years old. Um, did Susan just turn 20? They should, yeah, just, just yeah. 20. So they're both 20 years old and they are among the best in the world already. Just a true showcase of two of the best young talents in professional wrestling. Um, <laughs> we are spoiled as Joshi fans. Uh, that, I mean, we, we have said enough about Starlight Kid on like, like she's awesome. Um, also about Suzu, but but Suzu always surprises me. Um, I don't know if, if you know, but she like wrestled a, a death match on, on a prominent yes, show like which two was hours also great. and took like a bump on her head. Um, she's 
she's if if you want to call anyone a prodigy that wrestles in stardom right now than her um she's like she's like running for the mvp like like she's not she's she'll probably be mine the mvp right now <laughs> considering she has julia left um and obviously i'm sorry because we haven't seen the match yet right which probably was pretty good yeah um she's outstanding um never seen something like that in my life before that age um no she i mean why i think starlight kid is the better overall wrestler like like the the... overall of them with with her character worth yeah Mm -hmm. but but susan is the better wrestler um and she always on she, she once proved it on top of Ice Rim that she can carry a promotion. Yeah. And if I was starting, even maybe the, the prominent sense won't like that, I would throw yeah. every yeah. every pound at her, every every dollar, every yen to sign her right now. Oh yeah. She, I, 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 ha- I happily piss people off by saying if stardom doesn't sign her, then they are out of their mind. You gotta get the Bushiroad money, you gotta get the Rossi Agawa money, you gotta get the stardom money, you just gotta put it all into getting Suzu locked up. And I know she wants to do her death matches. I get it. I get it. But she does a lot less than I think a lot of people imagine she would when she left Ice Ribbon. Yes, this tournament obviously helps, but she is someone that is so talented that it would be a shame if she doesn't get another big title run soon because she couldn't be more ready. Of course, she proved it with the Ice Cross Affinity Championship, and she will prove it again the moment she gets a chance. Uh, she right now, if we went just based off the match ratings, and I don't like to pick the winner, so I'm assuming Julia's going to win still. Um, okay. I usually don't pick winner for my MVP. Okay. Um, I think it will be Suzu Suzuki for me by um, far. Yeah, um, and once again, with the dive matches, I mean, Unagi shows that you can work matches <laughs> outside yeah. of stardom. So it's not like, yeah, she, she exactly. is allowed to wrestle. Um, yeah. I, I just hope, if even she's not signed, which which I think it's not going to happen anytime soon, which is totally fine. Um, it will happen, just who knows what. Not that's, yet. That's yeah. my takeaway. Um, um, you know, and she just needs to... Uh, she just needs to be more often started. I hope she's in a tag league. If it's not oh, with, with Risa Sarah, because they don't want to get pinned often, which mm-hmm. is okay, then, then put in a Kana Fushita or like, or like whoever from them. We have five of them. I guess. I guess. But yeah, it's, 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 it's wrestling, you know. I, pr- I always prefer the dream team, but that would make yeah, sense. I, too. I, me too, me too. And it makes the most sense, but, you know, we, we know. I, I just Unless want- they just want to go crazy and Julia, after their match, says, screw you, my Sakurai, let's team and tag. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Uh, that's My that's Sakurai me. team with Waka. <laughs> oh, poor my. Uh, how do I ma- Well, she could team with Tekla, actually. I forgot yeah, Tekla. Um Anyways, uh, let's see here. So that is that is this past weekend of results. So let's get into it. So this coming weekend, here are your matches, and then we'll go over scenarios. We'll go over standings. Um, actually, I'll go over standings first. That makes most sense. Uh, so in the Red Stars block, we have the following tied at 14. Azumi, Micah, Tam Nakano, Shuri, 
Hameka, Tommy Hayashida, all tied at 14. Risa Serra sits at 13, and Koguma sits at 12. Everyone else underneath, eliminated. Um, Koguma's eliminated, but I think it's just interesting that she can end up with 14 points, which is among the elite here, despite a bad tournament, as we were talking about. Uh, so let's let's talk scenarios here for this uh, Red Stars block first. Azumi versus Saki Kashima. Unai Sayaka versus Momo Kogo, Tam Nakano versus Saki, Micah versus Hameka, Tommy Hashida versus Koguma, and Shuri versus Risa Sarah are how the Red Stars block shape up on this final night. Uh, as we were saying, lots of scenarios here because everyone has a shot, pretty much, um, that you kind of thought at the beginning of the tournament had a shot. I've been on the boat of Tam Nakano versus Julia final since the very, very beginning. And, and it helps me. What does help me here is that the one person I said that would make it into the tournament or into the finals that wasn't Tam Nakano was Micah, who is also in contention here. So I'm feeling good prediction wise, (laughs) but I have no idea how this is going to break down. So is who, if they win, do you know? I don't know if you know this, but who, if they win, has like, if they win, they're in. Which wrestler is that? Um, None. Um, Like none. I mean, not really, because because all of them have tiebreakers over others, but also lost to others. Um, Like Azumi won against, I think, I think the worst, the worst cards have Arisa Sarah and Utami. I think Utami lost against Micah, Himeka, and Azumi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. So she's right. kind of like like the lowest. If, if like yeah. Especially since Himeka and Micah, if one of them wins, Utami's out. Um, yeah. Uh, with, with Azumi, it's, it's kind of the same since I, I think I think so. Micah and Shuri beat her. Yeah. But, but she won against Tam. and Did she win against Himeka? Um, yeah, Tam, yeah, she beat Hamega. Yeah, so Tam's losses are Shuri, Utami, Azumi, and Saki Kashima. So she's gonna need help. Yeah, she's definitely gonna need help. Um, Everyone okay, I, I made up a scenario help. in my head. Um, Azumi versus Saki Kashima. Um, I think I think that's like your typical Saki Kashima gets somehow yeah. win. Death and I, 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 I my hope is, is especially considering they are feeding over the artist titles. Kind of, I think. Yeah, yeah. They technically are. Yes, we haven't heard about that. Yeah, not, not really forever, feuding, but yes, you know, um, setting yeah. up a title match. I think that would be a cool way to to get a bit, you know, something into that. Saki yeah. Kashima also could get a high speed title match, which would be cool because Saki Kashima deserves a height, um, a title match, a single right. title match. Mm-hmm. Um, Micah has the best shot. By the way, I'm looking oh, at yeah, all the yeah. wins. She's yeah, beaten she Shuri. Time to kind of lose. Yeah, which again plays to what we were talking about. Um, Hameka also has a great shot, but she mm. wasn't able to beat Shuri. Micah was. Um, man, Micah's losses are crazy in this tournament. Tam, Momo Kogo, Saki Kashima, Risa Sarah. All right. So, so ultimately. Micah wins. She needs Tam to lose, and she's in. That is or that draw. scenario. Yeah. Or draw. Or draw. Yes. Um, yeah. I, um, I, 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 I just I don't think... expect her and Saki to draw. 
I hope not. No. Um, Risa Sarah, like, he's going to draw against Shiris, so Shiris out. That's likely the way they send um, Tamna kind of through. Mikey Mika doesn't matter then. I mean, like, likely, let's let's say, I think the, the one who wins that match is likely going to be in the IWGP Women's title tournament. Mm-hmm. And that's likely Danny Mecca because Mika already has a mixed tag match. Right. Um, Saki Kashima wins against Azumi. Utami, okay, Utami, yeah, true. Utami needs to lose to Kokuma too. <laughs> Jesus. I have no clue how he's going to pull that. Yeah, so, so the way that they've... I could see Kogum would just roll up Utami. Yeah, um, that's that's definitely possible. That's been how she's won every other match. Uh, so, yeah, because Utami has to lose for Tam to win. Yeah. Oh, my God, my head. Um, all right, so I'm looking at it here. Thankfully, they're all in my order here. So, Hameka, so you're probably right. Hameka probably wins because she does have losses to both Shuri and Tam. So there's still intrigue later in the night. Hameka beats Micah, eliminates Micah. At least that's what I'm thinking. Um, Azumi, she's already eliminated because we assume she lost to Saki Kashima. Um, Utami's eliminated if she loses to Koguma. Or, but Utami's win. Or, or, like, or like the only way she can advance is a... a um... Is to do it to tiebreaker, tiebreaker, freeway match or whatever. Because right. if Mecca or Micah win, she can't win on yep. her own, like only draw on top. Right. Um, so if it, so that's right. If Hameka were to win, Utami's also out. So in our brains, right, is that it will come down to the Tam match and the Shuri match. Assume Tam beats Saki, and I think you're right. It's either a t- it's either a uh, draw or it's probably a draw for Shuri. She's already lost four times. I'm sure she's four times. Four yeah, times. four times. Yeah, I'm sure she's not going to lose again. Um, so that yeah. would make yeah. a lot of sense. They close with the draw. They're both eliminated. Tam Nakano moves on. Um, if Tam Nakano's not moving on, then I do think that Micah beats Amika. I think that's where I'm seeing here. You're not giving away Tommy and Julia. That's not happening. Just that's not happening. And no. Mike and Hameka, if they don't go to a draw, they automatically eliminate her. So I yeah, I, I yeah. In the end, if if we send through Tam, what's likely happening, I don't think it really matters if Mike or Himeka wins because both would be out. Right. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, so ultimately this all okay. This all makes sense now that we've broke it down here. So uh, you and me are both in agreement. Tam Nakano does win her block. If yeah, if it's not Tam, it's Micah. Um, yeah, I, they don't I have don't, any draws in this to uh, bother us. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they randomly pull like a double count out. Um, yeah, I'm sure there will be. But one. but but yeah, like we said, if 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 it's not Tam, it's likely Micah, considering we already had him making a five star final. And her losing not another fight that finally would be kind of I don't know just yeah. just it'd be weird. Um, yeah. Last year there was one final on the final uh, one draw on the final night I believe. Yep, I think we need uh, two here actually because <laughs> the so. blue block is also like really confusing. Yeah, so the blue stars block. This is where we'll go now. So the blue stars block is down to Julia, Hazuki, and Suzu Suzuki. That is it. Starlight Kid 
can't win because she was she lost to both uh, all three of them. So she's out despite being at 14. She's out. Um, Saya Kamatani, Mirai, and Mayu Iwatani are all at 13 points. Mirai's out. Saya's out. I believe Mayu's out. Yeah, yeah. The, the only so, way, the only way they could win is like, like the block win is like if there's like a five-way tie on top after all yeah, matches. Yeah, if but Suzu, that's unrealistic. And, um, yeah, no matter yeah, what, unless I, Julia lost, to, no, no, Mayu's definitely up because Suzu wins, she advances. Julia draws. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, Mayu's out. Yeah, yes, yeah, so Mayu's out. That's always heartbreaking for me, but it's okay. Um, but. Let's look at the matches here. We got Mirai versus Saida. That's nothing. We have a uh, rematch from Star and World Climax, actually. Um, we have Natsupoi versus Mina Shirakawa. So Cosmic Angel versus Cosmic Angel. Hazuki uh, versus Momo Watanabe. You know, the most impressive thing to me here is I think a lot of people came into this, you know, after Hazuki lost four straight, they're like, oh, you know, she'll have to beat Momo. But like, She's one of the only people in contention left. She beats Momo. This can still be hers. Um, do I think she's going to beat Momo? No, uh, but yeah. it's nice to think about. Uh, I think Momo does end up with 12 points, a 6-6 six and six record. Um, we have Saya Kamatani versus Ami Saray. I think Saya could just win. I don't need another title match to be made for her. No, especially and, since Ami is, is winning the future belt. Um, right. Like, and then we have Mayu Yutani versus Starlight Kid, which... Doesn't have meaning in terms of the standings anymore, but of course this does have meaning if you have been following the story between these two. Um, my Starlight Kid's ultimate goal is to beat Mayu Yutani to get to her level. So we will see if she can finally do that. Um, I don't, I don't think she should straight up beat Mayu, but I wouldn't be surprised if. I wouldn't be surprised if that's like a draw. count out here or something. Yeah, push the draw, double count out, because, again, that's a story that they're telling long-term. And then, of course, the main event, the match that everyone has been waiting all year for, Julia versus Suzu Suzuki, with the most stakes possible. I'm okay. assuming Suzuki loses, okay? Yeah. Because this will be the final match I'm I'm sure, because nothing else will have to, um, meaning after that. I'm sure this will be the final match, with everything on the line. The winner goes into the final. Um, incredible booking on Stardom's part, because I, I there was fear I think from a lot of people that Suzu Suzuki had no shot. Right, you know she's sitting at one and four. Um, she. Yep. She, of course, missed two matches at the beginning of the tournament, which, as we know now, proved to be costly because she would have won them. But now we're sitting here. She's at 7-4. Julie's at 7-3-1. and one. The winner advances, plain and simple. This is, the biggest, this is the biggest match of the year that they've built to. This is it. And I think we both agree that Julie is winning to go on to face Tan Nakano. And that match is perfect in so many ways, as I've explained, because Julia hasn't had a major singles win since losing the Wonder of Stardom title to Tam Nakano and getting her head shaved. What 
better way to get her back on track to get her that big major major singles win than beating Tam Nakano in the five star finals. It writes itself. It writes itself, Ben. It writes itself. Yeah. Um. Here's the thing for the Susa match. Um. I don't know if that's like like the blow off match for them because considering if if Julia wins this match, I mean, pretty much just like you know, this it can be a draw. No claim at least for the first part to, to get like a rematch or like sure. a rematch for the belt. Um, and I mean, Julia, if, if Hazuki loses, then Julia needs at least one point. Um, my, my hope is that they kind of make it, I mean, they, they kind of would just destroy the match. Like the stakes a bit, make the stakes a bit lower. If Hazuki wins against Momo, Right. So I hope just just I think the most realistic part is just that they just eliminate Hazuki with the Momo loss. Yep. And then Julia, Julia and, and Suzu can go whatever they want. Um, Julia can win, or she can, or they can draw and pull off the like the big title matches, like the blow off. Um. Yeah, but Julia, Julia is definitely advancing here. Um, everything plays into it. <laughs> if she's winning the tournament or not, that's another thing. Um. If the opponent is anyone else, then then if the opponent is anyone else than Tam, then I'm like 100 percent sure. Okay, she's winning. Mm-hmm. If the opponent is Tam, it turns into a like like a 60 30 for okay, Julia's winning. Um, I agree, and I think that's the best way to. And you. that's the best way to go. Um, just to make the final a bit more exciting. I yep. mean, we had last one last year of a final that was also exciting. But also, we all had that like, was man, more like, like Julia's, uh, Shuri's definitely the favorite. Uh, the yeah, favorite that was more match. like 75 25 at best, but it was exciting. Looking looking back, yes, but in a moment, I mean, at least the Momo fans believed it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the, that's the Momo thing that I think anyone that's a Momo fan like myself has. Yeah, a little belief there, um, even if she has no shot. Um, yeah, and and they t- to be fair, they told an incredible story in the match. And, oh yeah, it's and, one of like, my favorite yeah, matches from normal, last year. A which, lot of chances. Which, if you want to talk yeah. about incredible stories, Peps, I think we have a great shot here. Like I said, Julia Tam Nakano, it 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 it's too perfect not to do. And I think it's Stardom has yeah. been more consistent than any in developing and doing the right story. That I'm yeah. very confident they do it here again, especially considering both have kind of like like a thing going with Shuri. Um, mm-hmm. So it it would be the perfect match to set up the Queen the match instantly. I hope they at least set it up instantly because they need to sell tickets. Right. Well, that's true. Um, yeah, I'd set it up instantly. No, no doubt about it. Don't worry about it. You know, you have them wrestling each other at historic crossover. Easy build there. Yeah, that. Um, Everything feels like okay. They are setting up the match. Yeah, I think so everyone we... forgets historic crossovers happening. I also forgot about it for a second the other day, um, but that's exciting, it's... right? It's 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 all so exciting. We have so much going on here. There's still, still so much of that card to be announced too. The, the New York show where, where Stardom Talent is also on the card. Yeah, I'm very intrigued. That I totally now. forget about. Yeah, I, I do too. Um, all right, well. Let me ask you before uh, before we move on here or end the free edition of this show, of course, um, out of the whole tournament, what are some of your favorite matches? I'm not going to make you list it down to one or two or three, but just 
Mm-hmm. What matches, you know, pop in your mind as some of your favorite? <laughs> um, so, <laughs> um, yeah, um, I think um, I need to mention it. It's, it's Utami versus Mike from the Kurikim. <laughs> that was by far my favorite Mike match in this tournament. And it was just, just I mean, that kind of reminds oh, me yeah. what, what cameras do they have. Mm-hmm. And they just want to see them wrestle every year. <laughs> Yeah, um, I think it was my favorite match between those two. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I love their world. Title yeah, that matches. or the Red Belt one from November, likely. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, um, yeah, obviously, Hazuki versus Julia. Um, they went like, like, they had like 11 minutes and made the most out of 11 minutes possible, I guess. Yeah. Maximize the minutes, as I like to say. Yeah. And obviously, Julia's delicate. Um, mm hmm. Still, for me, the best match of the tournament. I, you know, I always expect. Okay, you you get like a banger out of, of out of every big Julia match, but that was maybe, maybe one of her best singles matches yet in her career. Mm-hmm. Maybe the second best match of Starlight Kid's career, considering the Azumi one in February was a bit better. Um, these two need to wrestle for the Red Belt one day. I I. I don't care how. Put put the mask of Scarlet Kid on the line and they can create one of the best Joshi matches or like the best Joshi matches of this era. Um, that they are just incredible to together. And if I need to mention like like one more, um, maybe maybe that kind of like like went under a bit considering like we had so many great matches. Yeah. Um, was Mobile versus Scarlet Kid <laughs> from mm. the from mm. the first hurricane, I think with with also yeah. with with Mirai-Rises, which also was a great match, but man, that that match was just was just great. Um, yeah, that that's like my 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 top four, top five. Yeah, I, I think all of them are in contention. I hope in contention for most people. Um, uh, to touch on a few that you said there. I also have Hazuki and Julia. Um, that was just to me as great as a as great a match as you can have to kick off a tournament. Um, it's just been one of those special ones to me because I just went into it so excited and they delivered. Uh, Shuri and Tommy was great. Oh, Mirai versus Suzuki, I think we'll, I will put in there. Yeah. Um, I really, really, really enjoyed that match and what those two were able to do for a second time against each other and really raise the bar from their last match. Uh, like you said, Julian Starlight Kid belongs in that conversation. Uh, Saya and Hazuki was also fantastic stuff. Uh, Mayu and Julia, I'd be oh, wrong to not name them. Wow, there's so many matches. Uh, Momo versus Suzu I loved as well. Oh. Yeah. That was phenomenal. That was probably, you know, I was kind of just reading off going through my ratings more so any or than anything, but that's one of those ones that uh I had excitement for and they they delivered. Um yeah, just a phenomenal tournament. I for anyone that didn't, you know, watch this tournament, there was just so much cl- and if you're listening to this podcast, I'm keeping you up to date on this tournament. Please, I I, I don't do it justice. Please watch this tournament. 
Um, I can't stress that enough, or at least watch the best of the best from this tournament because there was so much that they were able to do in their 15-minute time limit that I don't know if any other roster can do that well um, in wrestling. Now, there's some, you know, there's some that have the makings of that, but to consistently no, go yeah. up there every night, it's it's asking a lot. It's asking a lot, and I think I think they killed it. I think Stardom has killed it, and now we head into the final night. Peps, as we end here, the free edition of the Fight Game Media Network uh, version of the five-star Joshi show. I want you to tell the people where they can find you so that even if you're just a free listener, you know where to go and find Peps' work. Yeah, um, so... On just Twitter at Paps for Wrestling, you you can find like all my obviously all my tweets there. And you, if you want to see my work, um, go to at Wrestlepurist. I write the weekly Josie guide there and some other some other features here and there for them. Um, yeah, and also really important, subscribe to the Patreon and and watch me talking about wait for like twenty minutes now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we appreciate we appreciate that. That was <laughs> I was not ready for that. That's fantastic. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you heard Peps. If you want to keep listening, you gotta have to subscribe. So that was the free edition of the Five Star Joseph Show. We'll be back next week with a full review of the final night. Um, but until then, have a good one, everybody.